Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> oh no no no. Everybody was backstage fighting. That little dog's teeth went flying. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. They probably should have all been wrestling. I'm Adam Wilborn <laughs> from What Culture, joined by Annie Rowe, Phil Chambers from What Culture to discuss oh, all the goings on in wrestling this week. Uh, but before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you. I realise I, I realize this week iTunes hasn't been a thing for like ten years. <laughs> Real long time. Yeah, I just it's really I'm God trying to get out of the habit. Uh, anyway, wherever you get your podcasts from, daily wrestling podcast, Raw, SmackDown, uh, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live events. We have. Interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Andy <laughs> and Phil. That was about brawl out. Andy. Yeah, it was. It was. I got a little bit worried uh, at first, <laughs> but you pulled it back. Thank you. That little dog's teeth went flying. Very good. Just to clarify, by <laughs> the way, inspired. We we love dogs here. Salty Sea Dog is yeah. a particular favourite, of course, Phil of the office. Um, and we are not making light of, of yeah, that yeah, situation. Just to make it clear, if you went, if you touched my family dog, I would go goblin mode on yes, you. Absolutely. And I'm a pacifist. Yeah. So there you go. It is just... It's been a weird week of stories, and I'm just gonna, you know, what, I'm just gonna pass straight over to you, Andy, with all the, <laughs> all the revelations from Brawl Out that have come out in the last what few hours, basically. Yeah, Larry the dog has had a rough news week. Hey, eh? put a bullet in my head, gee whiz. Um, yeah, it's been absurd. Uh, a lot of kind of confirming things that we already knew. A lot of kind of speculating on things that we thought we knew and we still kind of think we know, but we don't really know until Tony Khan says, yeah, you know, you know. Mm. Um, I'm a bit loose in the teeth. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, trip to the dentist with Larry. Um, and my favorite day was probably the Larry story because it was just preposterous. It was like the idea... Now that we know what we know, it seems to be to present CM Punk as somebody who, and I'm not like, you know, 
Nick Houseman's a really good reporter and stuff. Yeah. He's just reporting what he's been told. Exactly. It's not like he made this up. That would be preposterous association uh, thing to say. Um, but the, the idea seemed very much like CM Punk wasn't like pissed or didn't think it was a big deal until Larry got hit, which kind of paints CM Punk as this protective guy who's just sticking up for his dog, mm. which yeah, it seems interesting. But yeah, it's it's been stupid. It's been silly. It's been across the board. Um, yeah, man, I, I've gone through the gamut of emotions with this story, even this week. Like sometimes you hear details that are just kind of funny. Sometimes you hear details that are straight up not funny, mm-hmm. like a dog getting hurt. Yes. Uh, then you hear about very le- uh, real legal situations and it makes you a little bit sad because you're like, man, I really like CM Punk on TV. But then you, you're happy because the elite are coming back and I really like the elite. Weird. Yeah, it's... it's uh... It's been one of those things where you want it to all be over and just decisions to have been made, and then they start making those decisions, and you're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about hmm. all this. And, yeah, then when and when I say for it to all be over, that means all the details start coming out. You know, it's, it's very much speculation yeah. from the most part in the wrestling community for a while. And now you get these conflicting reports about doors getting kicked in dogs' faces, and then... In reality, or in another, I should say, in another version of events, Omega's saving the dog and Punk couldn't care less and he's chinning people left, right. I don't know what to think, Phil. It's one of those things where it's like, if obviously this couldn't have happened, but if it it happened and then straight away, like everyone told their side of the story, like it almost would have been over by now because it would have just, that would have been the news cycle for a bit and then you just, it would have got it out of your system and on as it goes, but obviously because of, pending uh, investigations within AW, pending possible legal things. Like, no one could come out and say their side of the story. I mean, it might still be that, like, the elite and CM Punk might never come out and say their side yeah. of the story. You don't know what's going to happen from this. But it's, like, just because it's been slowly drip fed and we've got tiny little bits of information over time has had this, like, how long has it been since All Out now? And it's, like, it's still been, yeah. it's been, like, every week this has been in the news cycle. And it's just been drawing out and drawing out and drawing out. So in a way, I've loved it because it's absolute chaos and it's one of the most ridiculous things to happen in wrestling in a very long time. But in another way, you just kind of want it to go back to normal and start, mm. like, get everyone yeah. back on my TV and start enjoying just the wrestling side of things, not the mentalness going on no. backstage. So, <laughs> <laughs> where to begin? <laughs> Larry? Well, are the elite coming back to telly soon, Phil? They certainly seem to be suggesting. like it. Like, they've been mentioned. I mean, it's either they're coming back to TV or the E is being completely deleted <laughs> from all elite wrestling and they're going to come out next week and have a completely different company name and there is all no more elite All wrestling. <laughs> all TW. All Tony wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it seems as it to suggest the, the Thanos snap stuff. Yeah, they're, you're they're telling me there's back. a chance. They're, com- they're definitely coming back. Yeah, like they wouldn't have done that without some kind of uh, ends to whatever issues were pending over the, the elite's head. It seems to me that the investigation has found them to be worthy of returning to TV. I'm reticent to use words like innocent or yes. guilty yeah. when there's so much, you know, nonsense flying around. But certainly. The majority of the reporting paints them as people who didn't really do a whole lot, if anything, wrong. Um, although, in situations like this, people will take sides and adopt it as like a tribe. And, and the, the, the crowd reaction yeah. is going to be interesting when these people start. Yeah. I mean, we probably oh, won't yeah. get the crowd reaction for Punk, obviously, but it's going to be interesting to see what side of the rail everyone sits on. Like, because everyone's definitely got their sides, like you say. Really I mean, a part of me just wants the elite to come out as pure heels and start kicking stuffed dogs into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely hilarious. Shooting dogs. 
sticks out of a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> exactly. Open the, the forbidden door was the one that knocked Larry's face in. <laughs> Poor Larry. Matt Jackson's got like a necklace around his head, like neck with like the teeth of Larry. Oh, the yeah. Have you seen the Larry addresses his enemies uh, graphic <laughs> that's doing the rounds today? It's very good. I'm team Larry, man. Like I'm pro dog. Yeah. I want, I, I want his side of the story. I really do. Uh, Get that podcast. Well, Let's do it. Do you reckon we can get him on? I, mean, to I reckon so. Yeah, his dad's a bit bristly, but I don't know who Larry's represented by these days. Who do you reckon? That's a good point. Yeah, Ariel Hawani. Yeah. Oh, he might be on the <laughs> MMA hour, actually, come to That's think of it. Yeah. <laughs> Ariel getting the scoop ski. That'd be good. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those, I think, I was going to say there's no one entirely blameless. Larry is. Larry's entirely, Larry's blameless, entirely and blameless. blameless. Yeah, Larry did nothing wrong, man. Yeah. I think, you know... Uh, if we could go back in time, I'm sure many people would adjust their uh, actions and behaviors. Yes. I completely agree. But many, many people. <laughs> I think uh, this is probably the only version that, I mean, the best version that's, that could have been feasible. I think the moment this happened, yeah. people were saying, oh, you should you know, move heaven and earth to get punk back. And I think it was just untenable, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I've always, um, you know, I love getting caught up in the chaos waves as much as anyone. It's really fun to think of, like, the interesting scenarios that could come out of this. And it's really intoxicating to sit there and go, let's turn this into an on-air storyline. But, like, it goes, it's doubly so for pro wrestling because it's so weird and it's so, like, testosterone-fueled and all these things running backstage and all these... People with like everyone thinks they should be in the main event and all of this stuff. Ego is all over the place. Yeah, man, they're just they they bump it. It's like planets colliding sometimes. Um, but every work, it's like if there's someone who's unhappy there, they should just go. They should be allowed to leave. I understand the CM Punk situation is a little bit more complex, but really, you've got to make a decision. And it seems like going by Dave's report in the Observer today that uh, basically no one wants to work with this dude. Nobody thinks he's positive. There was a quote. It was like. Um, he isn't worth 1% of the benefit he brings to the product for all the drama he brings as well. And he did, he's a draw and all that stuff. He's the company's biggest draw in yeah. terms of like numbers. And there's loads of data to prove that. But yeah, he's, he's he just had to go at the end of the day, man. Like, I don't know. I would love to see Kenny Omega versus CM Punk. And it's built on backstage stuff and all this, but they don't get along. They don't like each other. They had a fight. They were involved in a fight in the same room or whatever. I don't know, you know. Uh, maybe a steel <laughs> was more decisive involving Kenny Omega's arm and a bite. But yeah, it's, it's, it's really sad at the end of the day, but uh, we've got some great memes out of it. And, uh, and what a year he had just to reiterate as always. Best year, oh, yeah. best year. And it was kind of perfect as well, wasn't it? It was like punk in a bottle in one year. You got all the good stuff and then you got all the bad stuff. You got the great storytelling. You got the perfect comeback segment. You got the Eddie Kingston match, which was like the best built week and a half match ever. Uh, you had the MGF program. You had the rise to winning the world title. You know, some stuff, whatever, like ever enjoyability and stuff is all subjective. Mm -hmm. One man's trash is another man's treasure, but I think most who aren't, you know, jumping onto bandwagons and stuff would probably say they enjoyed it. Um, and then you get the big blow up at the end. It's just like, it's it's him in a nutshell. Would you, Phil, would you have uh, the Elite come back before uh, the Pape or at the Pape? Or how would you do this? I would probably do it before the Pape. And then you've got another thing that you can build to because yeah. there's nothing else going on in the trios at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it makes a lot more sense to capitalize on like the video package that was on Dynamite and people talking about it and getting excited about an elite return again. I think it makes a lot more sense to capitalize on that before the pay-per-view, if you possibly can mm. at all. Yeah. Not long though. Not what long at all. Three weeks, something yeah. like that? Uh, yeah, three weeks this three week. Weeks, three weeks tomorrow, yeah. yeah. 
Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Uh, but it's been a week of returns. Yep. Nicky Cross back on uh, Monday Night Raw. Never do that again. Sorry. He does want to play <laughs> with Nicky. Um, and uh, Andy and I talked about this on the news, Phil. But, like, you know, the Nicky ASH thing wasn't aimed at us. Yep. It got her a world title. But I, for one, am glad we've got old Nicky back. Yeah. Bonkers, Nicky. <laughs> it was it was fine for a while, the Nicky ASH thing, for whatever it was. Like you say, wasn't aimed at us at all. And it was something that she wanted to do as well. So you can't, like, it wasn't something that was forced upon her or anything. That was an idea that she had. Like, fair enough, go run with it. But it ran its course. Yeah. And then it disappeared into weirdness. And then the doodop tag team and stuff. And yeah, they saw, you were like, okay, that's ash. finished. And then they were like, well, do a bit more. And then you go, like, okay, they're going to turn on each other. Uh, just no, just go out and lose and keep losing yeah. and keep lose. Going. Keep going. And that definitely went into the ground. It was yeah. it was time for something different. And this feels a lot more like the Nikki Cross, like not necessarily sanity version of Nikki Cross, but more like a Nikki Cross what she was on the independent scene before she even arrived in WWE mm. in the first place. Um, and it's just just this absolute mental ball of energy that comes <laughs> in and <laughs> stuff like this. To be honest, I'm all for it. <laughs> She's got a new look. It's all good. Uh, complete repackage. I mean, I'm into it. Yeah, I would like that a lot more than I think, like, because some of the, when when she came to WWE, it was like hiding behind cages and going, you want to play with me yeah. and all this stuff. That was a bit silly, but like, kind of unhinged presence in the division would be welcome, I think. Uh, the Nikki ASH thing, I think we were about the only outlet in the world who actually gave it a chance. I think like most trashed it immediately. We said, well, I mean, it's clearly for kids. Yeah. Right, it it's works. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Well, it, mm. <laughs> it's clearly for the kids. It's not for jaded thirty-five-year-old men. So we're gonna arms length it. And like, it was like she was getting these really negative house show reactions after she won the belt. And quite clearly, early on, it was like, okay, maybe, maybe this doesn't, you know, click to the level in a. Uh, Whatever year it was. When did it start? Was it last year or yeah, this year? So. Oh, it was certainly a year. It was last year because it was Money in the yeah. Bank, wasn't it? There you go. There you she go. Won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She won a belt and it was like, but but she wasn't over. So it was like, why she won this belt? What what What's going on, guys? I don't know, man. Yeah. Weird. But yes, a positive change. I think, I think I've got to be honest. I think I, given the time back, I would still have her be Nikki A.S.H. Just because, and I know she did have this whilst Vince on the main roster was Vince was there. I just I dread to think what else he would have made her do if she was like, yeah, I'm pretty unhinged. And he's like, oh, cool. Uh, backstage segment with our truth it is for you. And yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> no, it's not that kind of unhinged, pal. Like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, ex- I, like, I'm intrigued to see what happens on Raw next week with her, which is the best endorsement I suppose we can give of, of a gimmick. Yeah, like definitely, definitely. It was an interesting, impactful way to close the show with uh, a new character in the division. Mm. Yeah. And Boom. getting rid of that goddamn character that beat up Molly Holly is always a good, a good idea. In my <gasps> oh, I forgot yeah. about that, yeah. <laughs> How could she? God that was the most, damn in, it. one of the most intense periods on a stream Never forgive. ever. Never forget. You've, <laughs> that's a different version of it. We're all right. Although, since if she loses a high-profile match, you'll be reminded. Like, yeah, that's for that's for Molly. Uh, but it's been, you know, it's been a week of revelations, uh, returns, and debuts. Andy Murray, The Rock's daughter, Simone Johnson, mm. uh, now Ava Rain, down in NXT. What did you think of? Yeah. All that? Uh, ooh, well, <laughs> mm. I I thought about it. That's what I thought of it. Mm. Not, I mean, like, the thing with her is uh, Simone Johnson. She obviously, there was a big furore a few months ago when WWE trademarked Ava Rain for her ring name. And 
Some people were were upset about it, going, "Why would you do that to the Rock's daughter? Why would you separate her from her legacy?" And she came out literally and said, "I don't. I want to be like. I want to do my own thing." Um, maybe an element of it is like there's a lot of pressure <laughs> being a fourth generation wrestler. Oh yeah, you're also the most successful mainstream crossover star in wrestling history's yeah. daughter. That's a lot to have on your shoulders. You so basically, have to be incredible. Yeah. or it's a disappointment. <laughs> exactly. It was either that or they called her the Pebble. <laughs> yeah, The Rock Jr. <laughs> so, it's something silly. So, yeah, I, I I I understand why she's not doing the family thing. It's it's good. She referenced it a little bit in the promo. Uh, schism's not my cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> not many yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Uh, to keep it succinct, I don't think it is an optimal use of some very talented people. Um, uh, I would agree with you on that. One. Yeah, you. but I have no idea what Ava Rain's potential is. I have no idea what her ceiling is. I don't really know anything about her because she doesn't even have a cage match profile. So I don't think she's even really? worked a house show match. Yeah. So um, she's a complete blank slate in this new character. I think blank slates are very exciting because you're watching someone from the ground up. Uh, and I will say that, that, you know, a lot of people did not like this angle. And I think that's fair. Uh, but also her dad had a really crap debut to the point where the crowd were chanting for him to die yeah. on the main roster. <laughs> yes. Now, obviously, you hope for much better for Ava Rain. Uh, and she will get a fair chance in NXT because that crowd that crowd loves everything. Yeah. And like some people say that like it's a negative thing. Like Some people say that about AEW and go, oh, the crowd would pop for anything. That's a good thing. That shows people are invested. Yeah. That shows people care. Like... Why are we why are we upset at people enjoying stuff? I don't get it. But yeah, I, all the best to her. I'm not sure this is the route, but I'm excited for the journey. Yeah, what do you think, Phil? Because I, I appreciated the Dadly Boys thoughts on this on our NXT review podcast this week, where they basically said, look, yes, it's maybe not the best use of the rock store straight out of the gate, but if you're right, I didn't even realize that about her cage match. If she's, you know, in the developmental brand, which is also yeah. on television, which you know may not be ideal, yeah. uh, as we've seen with some people. At the end of the day, yeah. First of all, she doesn't want to be called the Pebble. <laughs> Second of all, uh, yeah, it, it, it's one of those things where it's almost a, a bit of a free hit, isn't it? Because it's not like you've brought her in and gone, all right, you're not Simone Johnson, you're Ava Rain, but you're Ava Rain, and next week you're fighting for the world title, like. She can arguably make her mistakes, not only in NXT, but particularly in this stable, which is, you know, I, I don't think it's that long for this world, yeah. for example. And I don't think it's going to touch wood. Uh, Joe Gacy's great, don't get me wrong, but I certainly hope that the, the likes of Mick Jagger <laughs> and Robbie Fowler don't get tired with this much going forward. They're the grizzled young veterans in my heart. They will remain the grizzled young veterans. And when they go to the main roster, they're going to be the grizzled young veterans. You can almost, Soon. Yeah, you can almost guarantee that. So it, it does feel a, a bit like, yeah, almost a, a, a practice go, almost. Yeah, and it's like the only way they can possibly do that in this kind of system, because it must be so hard. <laughs> like it was, it's like Dominic Mysterio is the last like, high-profile person mm. to kind of do something like this. Where the greatest lucha of all time. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he was training for a long time behind the scenes, don't get me wrong, but to have like your first like public match on the kind of stage that he had was kind of like yeah. ridiculous, really, <laughs> in terms of being thrown in at the deep end. Um, and this is a very similar thing. She's going to have the like so many eyes on it, way more than any other NXT prospect would have simply yeah. because she's the rock's daughter. Uh, and that's like gonna hang over her head for quite yeah. a long time. And it can't be easy. You need somewhere where yeah. you can go and make mistakes and people aren't gonna be judging you forever on the internet. And the video feed isn't gonna be there forever for everyone to see. And she's not gonna get that. And yeah. Every wrestler, rock, like the Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. had that. Like n not many people don't get to have that. So it's gonna be really, really hard in that kind of way. So yeah, having it as this, 
Something that you can very much distance yourself from in the future is <laughs> probably the best way <laughs> of doing this. Yeah. Where you can just say, that was just a period. That was Ava Rain. That wasn't like... Yes, Simone Johnson. Simone Johnson. It's a cult. It's a cult as well. So you can like kind of the storyline. So you can always go if I was brainwashed, I was intoxicated. Red, got red eye. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Boom, boom, boom. Exactly. So it's like, it's an, you've got an easy out in the storyline there as well. It That's is good. like the equivalent of being like Messi or Ronaldo's son. And they yeah. go, do you want to... Have your first ever football match, soccer game yeah. for our American fans. You know, at Wembley, yeah, playing for Man United Cup final. Or yeah. would you quite like to have a few practice games down in the Greatest League of the More, the National League? Yeah, you go on loan to Barrow or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tough, tough, tough away day, Barrow. Let me tell well, you, uh, really. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um. The flirted with this as an idea in the past, but it's like like Randy Orton, like the. Kind of did stuff about his parents yeah. in there. Charlotte Flair obviously lent on the Flair name mm, quite a lot, but then yeah. also dropped the Flair name for a bit and just went Charlotte because she's like, I still want to goddamn stand out on my own. Uh, and it's like they've done this a lot of playing into the family histories, but not at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get like Braun Breaker, who they're just like, no, just completely ignore the family yeah. history entirely. But also, also mention it. Yeah. And it's so it's like what I don't know. That was what an they interesting be one. Yeah. Doing in these kind of situations, it's obviously a strength to have to be yeah. able to lean on a family name and stuff like that. But it also can't be a crutch that that's the only thing they're known for. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's like this is why Cody Rose has gone on to do whatever thing he's done because he's had that chip on his shoulder all the time. Yeah, hundred percent. Grandson of the plumber, yeah. all that. Uh, Bronze are really interesting uh, comparison point because yeah. like some people might go, oh, well, you thought he should have had the tie, the family ties when he debuted. Um, but you think maybe Eva Rain shouldn't. And I think there could, there, it's interesting, isn't it? Because they're completely different scenarios. Yeah. It's like, it, it, I love the Steiners, but they're not as successful as The Rock was <laughs> and <laughs> continues to be. Um, Scott Steiner is uh, running a Shoney's. He's not running for office. Uh, so yeah, different different scenarios, different people. I still think Rex Steiner is an awesome ring name that they should have oh, used. Oh God, yeah. yes. I understand there were copyright concerns and stuff, but like everything about... Like, from the moment you saw him, everything about Braun Breaker screamed Steiner. In fact, I would argue he's more reminiscent of his uncle Scott than his dad, mm, Rick, yeah. actually. Like, even in the way he speaks and stuff like that, which is which is fun. Um, Ava Rain, you, you don't immediately, like, she doesn't resonate her dad's energy in the same way that Braun Breaker resonates Steiner energy. So it's really interesting. Um, obviously, she's playing a cultist on television. <laughs> um, but yeah. We have quite a few, uh, it's a little peek behind the scenes here, quite a few bets going on in the What Culture office. Mm. Uh, over-unders and for things and blah, blah, blah. Uh, before we move on, over-under on how soon someone photoshops her into the bloodline? Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I think it's probably already happened. I was going to say, if it hasn't already <laughs> yeah. happened, like, it's happening right now. <laughs> Imagine the big debut when she turns up with Naomi in the bloodline. <laughs> Na- Naomi's always one who Yeah. Uh, she's married, obviously. Yeah. yeah got it. Yeah. Who, who else can we get in there? Who is uh, Samoan? <laughs> or who is married to an Uso? <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, one final thing before we get on to it. I'm very excited for this hashtag bloody good quiz, mainly yeah. because I didn't have to do it. Uh, <laughs> so it'll be good. Um, sad news. Uh, we've lost something very important to us this week, Andy Murray. Um, it's very sad to say. Now, um, the loss of the Hell in a Cell premium live event. <laughs> <laughs> About bloody time. Yeah, yeah. Well overdue. Well overdue. The prospect of... Stipulation match pay-per-views is stupid. It's so <laughs> stupid. I won't even be diplomatic about this. Um, so obvious exceptions. Royal Rumble. Tradition sets up the pay-per-view. It sets up your WrestleMania path. Yeah, yeah, great, yeah. great, great. S- Survivor Series as well. Tradition. Good, 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 good. Uh, Money in the Bank as well. Because these aren't storylines that necessarily need to have long overarching stories going into them. Mm. They're pay-per-views that, that, that set up the storylines rather than pay them off. Um you can obviously do a build to someone winning the Rumble and stuff and all that, but like Hell in a Cell and TLC and Extreme Rules and things like that, it's like the point of a Hell in a Cell match is that you organically come to it as a product of a rivalry that cannot be settled any other mm. way. The point is you get there and you build this thing and you you go, right, the only way these guys can settle this feud is by killing each other in a cell. It's not because it happens to be October mm. and you need a Hell in a Cell match. It completely devalues it. They've done too many matches. With this stipulation over the years, they've done the pay-per-view every year since like 2000 blinking nine. We're now at a point where paper like Hell in a Cell has become so watered down and just part of the furniture that when they book the match, it no longer lands the way it used to. I remember back in the when I was a kid, and this is primarily down to being a kid, obviously, and being able to invest in things a lot easier uh, and just eating everything the company told you. But back in the day, Hell in a Cell felt like it was going to end people's careers. Now it's like, oh yeah, they're going to have that match and then the winner's going to be on Raw the next night anyway. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, it's already watered down. It's already diluted. I'm in total favor of this. Hell in a Cell should only come back as we have two people who want to kill blood feuds. They're going to murder each other in this cage. That's how it should work. Hopefully that's how it goes because I'm, I, and I've just waffled all this. Triple H is doing it with war games now. Putting yeah, it on Survivor that, Series. Yeah. So it's like on what, with one hand he giveth and the other he take it away. It's like, where's your philosophy, man? Come on. Yeah, I'd, I said this when we talked about it on the news the other day, Andy, but I'd uh, say moratorium, is that the right phrase? Uh, on Hell in a Cell matches till 2023, uh, 2024 even. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's it, man. That's it. Like, Unless somehow you get to a feud next year, say Cody versus Roman or something. Say you get to that point and it's like so heated that they need it. I get it. But yeah, a long break, please. I, I, the one exception I may give, other than Money in the Bank, because it's one of my favorites, is maybe Elimination Chamber, purely because you could do that as a stop on the road to WrestleMania of like, all right, you haven't got to WrestleMania via the Rumble. If you want to get there for a title match or whatever, and maybe you don't put the champion in there for this. Yeah. Although, I, I mean, I mean, Hamlet were talking about an elimination chain with like the bloodline in, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> earlier today. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, you, you're that desperate to get to WrestleMania. How about you go into that thing? <laughs> so that's a kind of the 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 uh, the exception, maybe. But yeah, yeah I think a, a lot of. People I've seen online immediately following this are like, yeah, I'm kind of done with stipulation pay-per-views. Yeah, absolutely. And Hellasel was the worst defender of it all. Like yeah. you were saying, like it should be used to end feuds. I think it's only been like used legitimately once probably in the last at least 10 years that I can think of. And that's probably Seth and Cody that kind of had built to a point where, okay, yeah, this kind of makes sense that it ends in a Hell in a Cell match. That's fine. Uh, but everything else, I just Googled it. There's been 51 LMSL matches. Oh, man. 51 Jeez. since it started, which is genuinely insane. And it just, it always felt like the like the pinnacle of where any kind of feud can get to in terms of, oh, my God, this has got so heated. This has been going on for so long. They've had all these other matches. Nothing has been able to contain the uh, carnage or whatever. Like, this, this is the be-all. This is the end-all. This ends it now. And it's like, it felt like that for a while and it's just been watered down and watered yeah. down and watered down. And then every year it comes in your lung and they're just shoehorning matches into it that make absolutely no sense. Like first time ever matches that are in Hell in a Cell oh, for God, no yeah. reason whatsoever. And you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And then they made it big and red and it's like, oh, what's what's happening to sell more play sets? And it's, it's, yeah, it's been watered down a long time. I'd have a good two, maybe even three years of yeah, this yeah. as a concept and wait and don't even like, Picture a time when you can do it again. Just wait until you have a feud that just happens to make this a legit reason to come back again. What would you replace it with on the calendar? Fatal Four Way? <laughs> stairs. Cyber just Sunday. Stairs just only. stairs. Cyber That's Sunday. 100% Cyber, Cyber Sunday. Sunday. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I want to vote on whether it's a falls count anywhere or a street fight. Or no, I want to vote on if it's a street fight, a hardcore match, or a no holds barred. <laughs> my, yes, my two favorite gimmicks is that is yeah, it's three of the same match. <laughs> Or, like, how do you want Andy and Phil to settle it? Do you want them to have a horrific street fight? Or do you want them to have a handshake or a <laughs> dance Arm wrestling. Like, oh, it's 98% for this thing. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, Cyrus. Or, like, I like Armageddon. I saw some people saying Armageddon. I don't, yeah. really, it's, I don't really have anything. Yeah. It's Armageddon. It's not like, oh, that makes him... Just it's want the song yeah, back. Any kind just of want that song. Yeah. The end is here. That one. Yeah, that was Bring good. it back. Good. You came to me in a dream last night, mm. Porco Rosso. <laughs> I watched Porco Rosso last night. That the pig one. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a really good film. It's a good film. Really good film. But the horrors of war. 
never, never seen pig. it. I've just seen it playing in the office. Yeah, man, it's a really good time. He's such a he's a charming, but also like a really chauvinistic pig. Yep. That you like, lovable rogue. Yeah, but then he does something gross, and you're like, "Damn it, Porco! I just can't quit you." It's a really good film, <laughs> and yeah, it contains the immortal line as well: "I'd rather be a pig than a fascist." Oh, there you go. Yeah. Truer words have never been said. Indeed. I'd rather, yes. <laughs> right. Enough of all this. It's now time for a good quiz. <laughs> and this week's quiz is brought to you by Sean Taylor. If you want your name associated with the hashtag Bloody Good Quiz, all you need to do is subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review on there. Um, or you can just uh, leave your, your name and your message after screenshotting your five star review from Spotify <laughs> on an email to me, adam.wilborn at whatculture.com. But Sean writes, they're nice, vaguely for my life. <laughs> Unbelievable. Sean Sweet, thank you very much for that, Sean. Very nice. <laughs> Good. No messing. Love that, Love Sean. It. Thank you. No notes. Good stuff. Um, I will I'll pass the mantle over to, to you now, yeah. Phil. And you need the... the, the I'm, I've yeah. got a moment to turn everything off I think here. We have that around there. Maybe tighten that's that up the, a little that's, bit. Yeah, you, you got it. Oh, yeah. You you, I always forget about the nose and the yeas. Right, so I'll tell a little story about this and why I'm doing this when you're here, which has yeah. never happened before. Uh, I like this. Last week, I didn't have any other ideas for the quiz, and you weren't here, so I was just like, ah, I'll just do another fin- fiend quiz, because that, that entertained me no end. Uh, so I did an entire quiz, and then as soon as I'd done the last track, I was like, I've got another idea for a quiz. Because <laughs> uh, I just had to immortalize Liz Truss's 44 terrible days oh. in government. <laughs> I, I was really annoyed yeah. I wasn't in the office the moment that patter dropped. Oh, I oh know, man. the one time you'd think you'd be in the office. Oh. I have an entire fiend quiz, fiend music quiz. Yay! A, what if other wrestlers were the fiend? Uh, but there is a slight twist on this one. And since it's Halloween, it kind of fits in with oh, the yes, spooky we do. Of course. Of course. Um, so I, I got massively carried away, I'll say. I'm just going to play them all because I've got 13. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so it's out oh, of 13, lucky. Which also works. But there is a bonus question. Ambassador, you're spoiling us. Um, if you can tell me what the link between them all is. Oh, my Ooh, well, goodness. Oh, Andy, that's linked. your point, if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the feed, You're, is the link. <laughs> people are going to rapidly realise why I write the quizzes and not take part <laughs> in them. <laughs> so I hope this works. Uh, and we will start with question number one. It's just for fun, obviously. Yeah. Shout out your name. Uh, if you, if you Ooh, I like this. this. Hey, very the nice. The very Adam nice. Sorry, checking my buzzer actually works. Adam, yeah. yeah. Tony. What? Who's Tony? Orko. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We've got Porco Grosso here. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, it's like Fabio Grosso. I loved Grosso's yeah. goal against. I loved oh, scoring against Germany. I, I just love watching uh, that happen. Germany are really good, actually, because they beat England yeah. sometimes. I was so, going to yeah. say, it yeah. must be the yeah, same for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like Germany. So there the you go. Sorry. Oh, whoa. 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 Boom, okay, if I can turn this up without it feedbacking loads so you guys can hear, that should do. Let's try. So, question number one. Andy. It's Hulk Hogan, isn't it? Ooh. No, dear. Oh, that's bombs. Adam. Ooh. Is it Brett the Hitman Hart? <gasps> oh. He's coming. He's in with the quiz. And he's retiring. Thank you very much, everyone. Why did I say Hulk Hogan? I had the... When you said that, I was like... It's not Hulk Hogan, you moron. I will say, I've got rid of all of the really obvious beginnings. You actually got to listen. Here we go. Bret Hart. As the fiend. Wow. Dustwheel. 
filthy. Oh wow! <laughs> so there we go. That's his meeting call there. One nil. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have fiend it? Oh. As we go in to question number two. Oh, Adam. Oh, I can't believe I'm about to do this. Is this Gangrel? <gasps> oh, wow. It's happening. How did Two you nil. make that out? How did you make that <laughs> out? Just, just play, can you play the beginning of it again? It was the dun dun dun. There. Ah, that is it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. pick up on that. I was going to say Nyla Rose because you know she has the like, roar. And then goes boom, boom. But it's not. Gangrel. Not surprisingly, all these things are absolutely nightmares. Dirty. Where do we live? <laughs> Hell with the fiend. 2-0 to Adam Wilborn. My word. It's still going. time for me to lose 11-2, hey. though. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to sit with you. Don't worry. <laughs> Question number three. Adam. Oh. Gold dust? <laughs> This is your calling. Oh, boy. I really enjoyed the quiz when I wasn't oh here. Boy. I went back and listened to it, I told you. And so I may have enjoyed it too much now. Too it's, much. It's, it's, it's infected my yeah. brain. It's the best quiz format of all time. It is. In my gold bus, you? You can actually... That's the first one where you can kind of make out the notes yeah, quite yeah. clearly. It does like yeah. really weird PlayStation It does. That noise. Yeah. <laughs> start. <laughs> this is like the music that they play when they go into a nightclub in like a cyberpunk movie, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And like everyone's moving to this impossible guff that's just coming <laughs> out of the speakers. <laughs> Three nil to Adam Wilborn. My word. Well, I mean, Absolutely now I know who the fiend fire. is. <laughs> one week off and now look where he is at. All right. Question number four. You can still do this, Mario. I believe okay, you. I got, I'm going to get seven bald here. Mario. <laughs> Adam, the greatest wrestler of all time, The Rock. Is. Yay! <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, Neil, I love him, Mario. Come on, <laughs> to win, I have to. Get five in a six in a row. We well, got yeah. thirteen though. Don't forget. And there's 13. the bonus question oh, yeah, forty. So, so there's there fourteen really. Oh, oh okay. Shit, I was meant to write these down, wasn't I? Yeah, it's yeah, gonna go. still a link between them all. Right. You gotta be thinking. Oh. Always be thinking. Okay. Always be fiending. Always be fiending. Every day I'm fiending. All right, let's go. Question number five. Come back on. Andy, it's Mick yeah. Foley. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, oh, what? what? I knew I'd get you with this one. <laughs> yeah, boy. Not everything is Mick Foley from me. I thought, I thought, oh, he's really, he's really dropped the ball there. That's so obvious. Oh, you, oh yeah. Sucker. <laughs> you oh, prick. Yeah. Would you like to continue listening, Adam Wilbur? I don't know. I'm scared now. You've got all these, you got these tricks up your sleeve. 
Yeah, let's hear the rest. I know the song, but I can't attach it to the rest. I don't know. It's Razor Ramon. Oh, of course. Of course. It's, yeah, I could get the rhythm, but yeah. Feel the rhythm, yeah. feel the rhyme. There you go. Give it up, it's Razor Ramon time. 4-0 <laughs> to Adam Rilborn. <laughs> Going into question number six? Yeah. Six. Yeah, six. Yeah. Still time. There's still time. You can shout out the uh, link between them all at any time, by the way. So just, just, just shout it out and let me know. Question number six. Andy. Is it Phil's little head nodding along? Is it the <laughs> shield? Yay! Finally! Hey, he's got one! Finally! Buckstrut, Buckstrut, Buckstrut. I have feed. no idea what this means. <laughs> India, Echo. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> Razor Ramon, Shield, Gold Dust Rock, Bret Hart. And there was another one that I forgot. Gangrel. Gangrel. What's the theme there? I thought it was like... Shield, Gangrel. Do we have, do we have multiple theme. guesses or we only got one guess? Mm, eh, you can have multiple guesses. I thought until, until you get it. former Intercontinental Champions at one point, but... No, yeah. the shield was not the internet. No, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the they're Brett, and then I was like, I don't know. Oh, man. 4 1. Old Heart Razor. I don't know, uh, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll come back to it. Yeah. 4 1, going into question number seven. That's a little PS1 game. <laughs> Andy. Whoa. Is this Baron Corbin? <gasps> yeah. Your best He's making the comeback. It's my best mate. Yeah, it's the one that goes. God, that's great. And then the singer goes. That's right. Yeah, that was sick. Four two. The comeback. Is oh, I'm just happy to have oh, yeah. not that one. zero. That <laughs> one is also quite a big hint in the link between oh, everyone. Oh. Just in, if, you, if you know, you know. <laughs> JBL. Bald. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart, known for being yeah, bald. Bret Hart, always wig. Roman Reigns, of course, yeah. currently bald. Always <laughs> 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 been bald. Uh, people will be, this is the thing. So I, I think when I write Matt Reigns some is, people will be screaming Matt at Matt Reigns is yeah. sitting there uploading his beer picture going, listen, guys, I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, what a revelation that was when we found out he wasn't lying. Shocking. Oh, uh, my word. Shocking. about my life. Disgraceful. <laughs> uh, right. Question number eight, maybe, possibly. Four, two. There's still plenty of time for this yeah. comeback. It's bum, on. Bum, 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 Here we go. Oh. Oh, Adam? No, I don't think it is what I'm going to say. The Godfather. Yes! yes! 
Wow. That is not as sexy as I remember it. <laughs> yeah, I no. I do have a, another one with the hoe train bit on the, the beginning. Oh, yes. Just because it's funny. Is I this like, like the riddle thing reversed? <laughs> yeah. 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 You ready? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that suddenly sounds like it's a dominatrix, doesn't it? Is that just me or? <laughs> That's Dominic Mysterio, but that one. <laughs> Subinic. Mammy. Five, no, two. Nope. 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 I'm going to turn your mic. I'm stop. (laughs) He's gone. He's gone. He can't answer questions now. Oh, he turned it back up. Damn it. (laughs) So five songs left to go. One bonus question. So six points left. It's five, two. Is that a godfather? Yeah. Yeah. Members of the BSK. No. Uh, (laughs) It's good, but it's not the one. Gold dust hanging out with the shield. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Baron Corbin was definitely in there. <laughs> he probably would be if he oh, was in yeah. era. Cooking steaks for the boys. Oh, steak for yeah. right? yeah. yeah. Just so yeah, you know, Baron Corbin does not eat a steak with ketchup. No. Clark, <laughs> I learned. Let's not get into it? that beef yeah. again. We? Well, it was Louis Dangor who tagged him. What are we going to cook with him? Louis Dangor. Oh, people were going to cook with tagging on you. Yeah, I got beaten up by Baron Corbin because <laughs> of Louis. What about people we're going to cook with? Is that the thing that links it? That is not Gangrel, cook it. What? What? Banging and banging sauce. Of course, of course. Uh, Bret Hart, cooking. What? Smell (laughs) what you're cooking. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) It's good, but it's not Okay. Mick Foley, not cooking, because he wasn't an answer. (laughs) (laughs) Question number eight, maybe. Maybe nine. Who knows? I think it's nine. Five, two, still. All right. Five, two. Yeah, five, two. Yeah. Yeah, so it's nine. Here we go. Here we go. What it is. Andy, is it Sable slash Mark Merrill? Oh! Yes! yes! Good work! <laughs> yeah, I'd have been sat here all day with that one, mate. It's the, it's the, why did I go for Mark Merrill as well? The Wild Man, of course. Of course. Legend. By three. Sort of. The link is still up for grabs. Yeah. If anyone wants it. Well, what of Mark Merrill? <laughs> the Shield and Sable. <laughs> what on earth is this link? I don't know. Question 10. Yeah. Here we go. What? I'm at it. I'm just going to say that the the first like two seconds I thought this, and it, uh, nothing else has given me any reason to think it's this. <laughs> but I'm going to say the old Randy Orton, the hey, because the beginning bit was like the, but I don't think it is. You are right with an old theme. Oh, but Randy Orton. No, dear, oh, that's wrong. No. It's old. I have no idea what this is. I was going to say the Dark Order because it, the start was like. But I'm not going with that, uh, and I would request to hear more because I have no idea. All right, <laughs> here we go. A little bit more. It's, it's not a real song. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what is this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I, I never pass. Uh, never pass. Never pass. Never pass. Come on, think about what could link them. 
Gold up, shield. <laughs> can I get, can I get the opening this? again? You can. I don't know why it would help you, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either, but let's try. I don't know who it is. Big Boss Man. It is not the Big Boss Man. It is Lita. Oh, oh my theme. gosh. What, what a remix that was. I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. Is this what everything's going to sound like to us in a few years? Yeah, this is what uh, Blade Runner sounds like. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Hans Zimmer made music exactly like this. <laughs> is it, what, is this what's the filter you've used on this? Fiend. It's been slowed down to about 60, 65%, depending on the track. Uh, and then it's had distortion put on it. Jeez. It's been pitch shifted down, and it's uh, had reverb put on it. Joy, everyone's been the makes, it makes a lot of sense that we can't get some of these. I, yeah. You could sell this on Bandcamp. Like, <laughs> yeah. Industrial <laughs> post <WWE>. something. People are <laughs> yeah. listening to, people are listening to Elias's debut EP. Also <laughs> to Phil Chambers does yeah. Fiend themes. You think about all the stuff people put in their ears. I'm sure this would do quite well. Yeah. Yeah. Five, three. I don't like cotton buds in my ears. I mean, there are people Blah. out there who like the Beatles, man. <laughs> who are the Beatles? Maybe we should do a Fiend Beatles quiz next. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> crossover. The Beatles. The Beatles. Fe- <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles. 5-3 yeah. 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 to Adam Wilborn. Uh, there is still three tracks left on the bonus oh, question. That's fine. I'm going to pull it back there on the bonus question. Yeah. There is still time. Here we go. Oh, Andy. Oh, yeah. I've forgotten who it is. It's the APA. No, it's not. <laughs> Bossman? Is that your guess? Do yeah, you I can, can listen to a bit more. Oh, it, it, I, I mean, no, no, no. Oh, no oh, it, whoa, whoa, whoa. Taz. Yay. Oh, God. What was the APA? Bam. 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 Okay. Bam. Oh, yeah. Bam. I, I had Bossman in my head there. Yeah. I don't know where he came from. Big Bossman's got to be one of these answers. Yeah. After this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one's laps, to be fair. Do you know how I got that? It's amazing. Matthew of Boschumania. That's the route I've gone through. Oh, God. It's a good theme, like. Beep. <laughs> Six three. Andy Murray's only hope is to get every answer right now and, and the bonus. draw. <laughs> and and the bonus. Uh, Taz, yes. Mark Merrow, Gold Dust, Shield. What Lisa's the? first theme. Baron Corbin's first theme. Oh, oh. Oi. Oi. There's one more question, and then you have to have your guesses at the. Oh, okay. Uh, so the last one going to really links. give it away. Yeah. Okay. So one last, and then yeah, we have to get your your link answers. Here we go. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, Andy. Is this Ken Shamrock? Yay! Yes! Good work. <laughs> He's on his way. I loved this one, to be fair. This one was really it's good. good. <laughs> I saw you rocking out, and I was like, this has got to be riff. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. So, it is 6-4. Yeah. All right. To Adam Wilborn. But I need your links for what 
Because the next line doesn't fit with the link. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Next just a bonus. So let's see if we can run through this together, Andy. So we've got, um, in no particular order. Yep. Bret Hart. Yep. yep. Baron, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's first theme. Yeah. Do you want me to just read them all out? Lita. Yeah. No, we go. Yeah, yeah. Lita's first theme. Yep. Shield. Shield. Godfather. Gangrel. Gangrel. Uh, Did I say Baron Corbin already? Yeah, I said Baron Corbin. Taz. Taz. Mark Merrow. Oh, gosh. Um, think of the era it covers. Mm. Era. 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 Uvavu. Andy. Yeah. Were they all composed by Jim Johnson? Yay! Hey! Yay! <laughs> the Baron Corbin being Jim Johnson's last ever Very theme. Awesome. I had so many dumb ideas in my head. I was like, did they all debut at the Royal Rumble? <laughs> I'm then, so glad. If, you'd, if you'd have got that wrong, you'd have thrown to me and I'd have gone, just looked at you until the podcast <laughs> yeah. finished. That's why wild that Jim Johnston's last theme was a Baron Corbin song that isn't used anymore. Yeah, bring yeah. him yeah. home. Bring, bring him exactly. home. So him. Someone, why has someone not hired him? Should we triple like no just, idea. No, yeah. Much love to Jim Johnston. Yeah, not this absolute gold bollocks with yeah. the, oh, he's brought back top dollar. <laughs> Jim Johnston, you saw him. You leave top dollar alone. Me and Sidgwick are responsible for that. <laughs> so it is six five. Oh, Adam Wilburn. So if, if I let, if I let you have this, there I'm is one track left. So if anybody gets this, it will really annoy everyone because it will be yet another WrestleCulture <laughs> quiz oh, ending in a draw. Another draw. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Here we go. The final question of the what if every wrestler was a fiend quiz. <laughs> For now. For now. <laughs> what is this? Adams. Are you serious? That's the Firefly Fun ass bit, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Fiend on Fiend, isn't well, it? The Fiend was the Fiend. Uh, uh, actually, I think you'll find the Firefly Fun house was uh, Mr. Rogers brainwashed. <laughs> so. Wait for it, though. Wait for it, because it oh gets. Oh, God, it's. It so it's going to feed Oh my gosh. It gets so dirty. I don't wanna, I'm not going to sleep tonight. Let's go. I'm going to sit in the corner. Let's go. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too much speed! Oh, no. <laughs> the <laughs> the <laughs> oh god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> It's the fucking So I hope you can all sleep tonight. And congratulations to the Yay! winner, Adam hey! Wilborn! Thank you so much for that, Phil. <laughs> uh, I think that was simultaneously wonderful and awful in, in equal measure. I'm I glad think. I could help. Bring it back soon. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll jive up some depressing themes uh, as I'm going <laughs> yeah, forward. Know how to do that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Uh, you can follow Phil Chambers on Twitter at... Phil My Chambers. And you can follow Andy at... Uh, you can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for The Fiend. Uh, you can... Uh, <laughs> Minus a T. Get your name associated with the hashtag Bloody Good Quiz by leaving us a review the on fiend. Apple Podcasts. Just like Sean Taylor. Thank you, Sean, for <laughs> that one. Uh, and uh, over the weekend, uh, we will be releasing that podcast with Andy and the Dadleys talking all about the 
Brawlout, Fallout, Revelations, all that good stuff, basically. Um, but for now, this has been Wrestle Culture. Check out the SmackDown preview. Check out the Rampage preview. My thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you to Phil Chambers for this week's bloody good quiz. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Wrestle Culture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling! Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.